0: for crisis communication. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Scott Monte, writer, speaker, and principal at Scott Monty Strategies. Welcome, Scott. Hey, Tanya. Good to be with you. So for those people who may not know who you are, give us a brief summary of your journey through the C-suite and the role that social media has played for you and along the way.
1: Well, I'm currently an executive coach and advisor, and I work with the C-suite, helping them to be better communicators, to be virtuous leaders, and to operate with more empathy in general. And I came by this role uh, by virtue of being Ford Motor Company's first global head of digital communications and social media. I was there for about six years, and it was during the height of the carpocalypse, and it was at the same time that social was becoming a massive thing with big brands, uh, learned a lot, pioneered an awful lot, and uh, have now taken that show on the road.
0: In fact, you and I have been exploring the depths of social media together for uh, gosh, at least a decade, if not more than a decade.
1: I think you're right, yeah
0: <laughs> one of the uh, one aspect rather of of the power of social media is how members of the general public, either individually or in small groups, can create a real or perceived crisis for a very large enterprise. Uh, tell us the backstory uh, about the Ranger Station Fire.
1: Well, this is, this is back in those heady days of congressional testimony. Uh, Ford Motor Company was shoulder to shoulder with GM and Chrysler um, in Congress talking about the bailouts. And folks automatically assumed that Ford was there with its handout looking for uh, federal help. And the fact of the matter was Ford had two years previously gone and basically mortgaged the entire company to take out a home improvement loan, as uh, the then CEO Alan Mullally used to call it, and was there not to get the handout, but was there to help support its competitors. Because they all use the same supply chain. And if GM went down, then that might suck down the entire supply chain, which would affect everybody, not just those that were uh, at the table. And Ford was there fighting for the heart and soul of manufacturing in America. At about that time, uh, we also had something crop up from a website called the Ranger Station, which was a, a fan portal, basically. A guy in Ohio about 10 years before, had put this together because he was a fan of the Ford Ranger, which was a small pickup truck. And something cropped up that morning on Twitter, and again, this is early December, so just weeks off of this congressional testimony, and we were getting pummeled online. Something came up on Twitter that this guy from the Ranger station was being sued by Ford Motor Company, and they wanted him to turn over his URL, and to pay $5,000 in restitution. So that's how I started my morning commute (laughs) on the way into the office. And I realized there's something going on here. I I kind of uh, sent a note to uh, our general counsel's office and said, "Um, you know anything about this? I'm going to try and see if I can find out more. And what was happening, because I had, I was maybe six months, five months in the job at the time. I had come from the outside. I was very well connected on social. I had eyes and ears of people who worked in tech and worked in, in business who were helping me out, who were feeding me information about what was going on, and, and frankly, who flagged this for me in the first place. And they were keeping me apprised. I got in touch eventually with the owner of the site. Uh, At the same time, I got some information from Ford's legal counsel. Long story short, it turns out that this gentleman was selling um, counterfeit Ford merchandise on his website, which is what Ford had a problem with. But the Ford lawyers overreacted with the demand for uh, the URL and the $5,000. Uh, and through some back and forth, which eventually uh, turned into a telephone call with the man. And I, I'll tell you, I, even in the age of social media, telephone calls still work. That human contact there's really something to it to really kind of bring everything down and suck the the vitriol out of the room and suck the emotion out, and just understand where someone's coming from. And I did. And this this guy had the heart of gold. He was just was was really into Ford, and was a huge fan and wanted to do right by Ford, but he didn't have the wherewithal to uproot this 10-year-old community and find a new URL. Ford, in the meantime, the lawyers um, began to back off their position a little bit, and I tried to get them to be a little more constructive and a little more engaging with a fan, rather than simply uh, burning him to the ground You know, you've seen the meme online when somebody sees a spider and then there's somebody there with a flamethrower, which is the equivalent of what we were dealing with with the legal department here. Um, But it became an eye-opening moment for us to understand that legal and, in my case, communications needed to work hand in hand when it came to crisis management, when it came to avoiding creating our own crises in the first place, to actually create something that works for every party.
0: Like you said, this event happened a decade ago when when social platforms were in their relative infancy, if you will. But if something like that were to happen today, how might it be different?
1: I don't think Ford, if, if this was the same scenario, I don't think Ford would have the luxury of time to be able to respond the way we did 10, 11 years ago. Because Twitter was a village back then there were, well, there were probably a few million people on it, but nowhere near what we have today. Uh, it, if, if, it happened today, it would have blown up in seconds. Now we'd have better monitoring systems today, but still it would be hard to unring that bell. It would be hard to bring the community along on the journey, uh, as, as we were fighting that fire. And, and, and that's how, uh, You know, I think Ron Plouffe wrote it up as the ranger station fire, uh, because ranger stations in in common parlance are uh, meant to be fire spotting stations around forests. So um, I just think it would have been if it happened today, it'd be a huge conflagration that couldn't have been contained.
0: What would be some general steps that um, whether it's at the brand manager level or or the C-suite level take in the event of an overnight communications wildfire?
1: Well, I, I think one is you know having uh, a system set up for uh, alerts, you know being able to put um, to put in a um, an automated system, whether it's for terms or uh, volume or sentiment. Uh, there's all kinds of ways nowadays to be able to flag for things that are problematic. Um, and, and then, you know, I don't care if you're using uh, if this, then that, or if you're using a sophisticated system, you can build into, uh, into your system triggers along the way that can provide those alerts. So whether someone's Apple watch goes off or a phone rings or an email gets sent out to a bunch of people, you know, there's a variety of ways to handle it to, to make that cascade. Um, and, and I think now more than ever, uh, as brands are increasingly uh, globally active, you'll have people who you know kind of follow the sun all around the globe. Uh, and sorry, flat earthers, it's true. Um, you you can have people who can staff things around the clock, even you know with with smaller brands. There's opportunities to do that.
0: What would what is your advice to the C-suite um, about their own uh, brand and uh, pr- presence online, whether it's Twitter, you have people like Elon Musk or, or many other business leaders that are, are voicing their opinions and they represent uh, the, the enterprise company that, or, or even a larger small business. What, what is your advice to them about their online presence?
1: Well, you know, there's, there's so many, um, well, there aren't that many, but there's a number of CEOs who are standouts when it comes to this. Um, Certainly Elon Musk, as you mentioned, uh, John Ledger of T-Mobile, who, by the way, uh, was just announced recently that he is uh, on his way out after his contract extends, which is going to be a sad day for T-Mobile. But look, I think each of those CEOs have done something iconic and very good for their brands. They have been consistent with their brands, their personalities have been consistent with what the brand is trying to accomplish. So uh, Elon Musk, a genius, uh, kind of in your face. Well, that's pretty much what the Tesla brand is. It's a genius product, it's beautiful. There's no mistaking it, and there's no mistaking the, the vision that they see for a world with electric vehicles. T-Mobile, when, they first, uh, when, when Ledger first came to the table, was the underdog, they were the number four player. And guess what? They just bought Sprint. You know, they worked really hard punching their way up and did a lot of hard work through customer service, which guess what? Ledger actually handled through his own account. He would interact with people personally online and then would triage them over to customer care. That that's the kind of engagement that was necessary and that these two CEOs really exemplify. And I don't think there's too many folks that are that deeply involved they could be right they need a little coaching they need a little advice on how to make it happen and how to how to manage their time but yeah i i think executives should be more involved front and center with customers
0: scott monty writer speaker and the ceo and principal at scott monty strategies if somebody wants to find out more about scott monty strategies scott or or hire you to come out and, and speak uh, at their, to their company about these kinds of things, how can they do that?
1: Easiest way is to go to scottmonte.com. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletter, Timeless and Timely there, and you can contact me through whatever way suits your, your method, email, phone.
0: Thanks again, Scott. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net.